Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Looking forward to helping you guys be motivated through what we hope to be great education for you and focus on what this year can be for you. And I say can be because still this year it is a choice. It's up to you. Nothing is set in stone. If you're rolling into the year with fantastic uh, motivation and momentum, like I know a lot of our great coaching clients are, in other words, you've got listings, you have closings, you are feeling like you're on top of the world. That in itself is not a guarantee of success for the rest of the year. I assure you that this is going to be an interesting year in the market, in the economy, in the country. I mean, we have so many little – I'll give you guys a list of things. And I don't, I'm not giving these ideas to you or these things to worry you or to cause fear or to manifest some sort of like uncontrollable ego reaction. I just want you guys to be clear-headed about what we are facing for the rest of this year. And then Julie and I are going to jump back in at point number 11 where we left off yesterday on the topic of 30 things we wish we would have known when we were 30. <laughs> and I know a lot of you guys are enjoying these points based on the feedback we're getting, and I really appreciate that. And remember, anytime you guys need to get a hold of us, you can email us directly at tim at timandjulieharris.com and julie at timandjulieharris.com. So, guys, here's the mindset that I'm helping all of our, and hoping you guys will as well, all of our top coaching clients adopt. I want you guys to think about 2016. It's not a 12-month year, but it's a six-month year. And coaches, I know you're listening. Make sure all of our clients, all of our, you know, the agents that are trusting and trusting us with their success for this year, please help me to help them be very clear that they can't look at this year as a 12-month year. It has to be a six-month year. And here's why: we have an election this year. We have lots of reasons to believe that there's going to be um, a lot of you know, discontent in the country because of all the political wrangling, uh, wrangling that's happening. A lot of nastiness is going to be going back and forth regardless of who the candidates are. Now, there's another big thing, and I know some of you guys aren't tuned into this yet, so I'm going to tell you, chances are we already are in another recession. It's probably already started. The GDP numbers have come out. There's been some other things that have come out in the news that – I basically am convinced that we are at the very beginning stages of a recession or already in a recession. And you guys, if you pay attention to the uh, things that are happening on Wall Street, this is the worst year, the worst starting year for the stock market and for you know basically our lifetimes. So we are already facing on a macro level, macro means basically big picture, we're already facing uh, stronger headwinds than we ever have before overall in the economy, okay? Now, I can give you guys a whole bunch of other things, but I don't want you to basically be in a state of fear because I am still, and Julie and all of our coaches are still 100% believing that this is going to be, you know, one of the best probably 10 or 15 years to be in the real estate industry that there ever has been and may ever will be because despite all the things I just told you, interest rates are going to stay low. Um, There's still a huge, massive amount of millennials that are buying homes, lots of baby boomers that are downsizing, lots of international folks that are buying homes, lots of all sorts of good things that's going to create continued positive momentum. But we are going to face some very obvious, strong headwinds, starting, my guess, is about June. 
And now, again, I want you to be prepared. I want you to prepare for the worst and, you know, hope for the best. So psychologically, start conditioning yourself to think that this is not a 12-month year, that this is a six-month year, that what you have planned for 12 months, you need to accomplish in the first six. You need to move up all your, you know, prospecting plans and all your marketing plans. You need to be, you know, what you are planning on doing for February, March, and April as far as, you know, marketing, I need you to do those things before the end of February. Really dial it up in anticipation that the listings that you have to take for this year to accomplish your financial goals that you've given yourself psychologically, even on your business plan, 12 months to accomplish, I want you to reposition yourself to assume that you have to take all those in the first six months because the next six months is going to, you know, the last six months is going to be, you know, could be in many parts of the country um, very difficult. So be very clear that this is just a mindset prominently, right? If you have the mindset, you're going to hit it out of the park now, uh, opposed to basically hitting, a, you know, taking occasional swings, you will be more effective. So what you are psychologically planning on doing for the next three or four months, I need you to scale that back and start planning on doing that for the next 60 days. It's about mindset. It's about being focused. It's about sticking to your schedule. It's about being accountable to what your coach asks you to do. It's about thinking big, and it's about being prepared. That's what we're, that is the goal of uh, what we are trying to do for this year because, again, it will be a fantastic year overall for most of you, but it will be significantly more difficult and challenging the second half of the year versus the first half of the year. The second half of the year won't even resemble the first half of the year. Remember, I told you that, and so if you don't take seriously what we're saying on this radio show and I'm passing along to you guys today, you'll have nobody to blame but yourself. So drill down now, stay frosty, and then absolutely positively think big. So, Julie, do you have any comments on that, or you want to just jump right to point 11? Well, I mean, my, my thought as you were talking about that is through the coaches, you know, I'm coaching them and our own, certainly our own coaching clients and our own experience. How many times do we hear about, you know, they, the agent has these goals that they claim are important to them, but the action isn't quite meeting and isn't quite getting them there fast enough. So closing that gap and saying, you know, what is it, Pareto's law that says the task will take the time that you allot for it. So if the only thing you you have set up is like one appointment this week, well, okay, so what are you doing with the rest of the week, right? To your point, if you're planning on taking six months to do something, what if you revamped that to 60 days? What if you worked for Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate and we said to you, you're fired, I'm taking away your real estate license. You're going to have to go do something else if you don't do A, B, and C, which are based on your goals. Accountability, which is something we're going to talk about on a future point today. But that's what I was thinking about is it's not everyone. Lots of our coaching clients, by and large, are on track to meet or exceed their goals already for this quarter. But the ones who are struggling, you've got to ask yourself, how much time are you actually spending in your business versus just tweaking and working on your business? And, and really tracking that, sometimes it's kind of shocking. Like, you know, somebody will say, well, you know, I followed up on my leads. Well, okay, today? Or did you mean the entire week, right? This hour? What's the deal? So when you speed up your action, you will shorten the time between commission checks. It does trickle well, down that way. That's what I was thinking. So you, listeners, you guys know that we uh, coach some of the top agents in the country, top agents in the markets in Miami, uh, you know, Scottsdale. I mean, I'm just thinking of all the people as I'm, you know, rambling through my mind. In L.A., Seattle, uh, Southern California, we have five of the top agents as personal clients. So those top agents who are selling a lot of really expensive properties, 
to a person are already telling us, and they were telling us this really October, November last year, and we were telling you what they were telling us on this radio show, so you guys were hearing way before the news was talking about that there was a slowdown happening. Every single person, every single market are telling us that the upper-end luxury real estate market has uh, noticeably slowed down. Now, just psychologically think about that. Why would somebody who probably has the ability to write a check for a five, six, seven, ten million dollar property, why would they be apprehensive? When those folks are nervous, when they're thinking about, well, maybe I need to basically pull back a little bit on my, you know, buying this, you know, this, this ridiculous, you know, twenty million dollar whatever. That tells, and they're probably a business owner. They're probably able to see further into the horizon than most of us. So they're able to know what might be happening. They're able to, they're talking with other people that are also have the same ability to see uh, further into the horizon than the rest of us. We need to use common sense and pay attention uh, to what they're doing and assume that they know things that we don't and then act accordingly. And, you know, this is common sense stuff, guys. I'm giving you information. Julie and I are sharing with you practical information that as business owners and entrepreneurs, which is what you are, you are, an, you are a business owner, you are an entrepreneur, you just happen to have a real estate license. Many of you could be successful in virtually any other business you put your minds to. You just happen to choose, and congratulations, because I think you made the right choice, to have real estate be your focus. That's great. So remember, you are a salesperson. Your job is to sell homes for folks, but you're also a business person. You're also an entrepreneur, and you need to be thinking like what we're asking you to you know, consider right now and, and to take action on it. And what's the action you need to take? Double down on your goals. As Julie said, don't have, whatever your 12-month goals are, consolidate those to six months. And, and, and whatever you're planning on doing as far as leads and listings and all the rest of it you're planning on generating in the next, say, 30 to 60 days, ratchet that back by half. Really increase your intensity that you're putting towards your business right now in anticipation of a slowdown. That way, if it does slow down, you were, you're ahead of the curve. And if it doesn't slow down which is possible, by the way. If it doesn't slow down, you're ahead of the curve. But if you're just doing what you're doing, chances are you won't end up where you want to be, okay? This is your choice. Um, you know, I had a coaching call this morning with Brandon Jackson, right? I talk about Brandon every week because I talk to him every week. And, uh, you know, Brandon and I were talking about what does it take for him to basically go from accomplishing, uh, let's just say relatively, you know, they're hard to accomplish goals, but accomplishing goals that are just a little bit higher. Like, in other words, well, you know, he, he wanted to, say, have a certain quality of life, and it would require this amount of money. But what would it require just to go to the next level? Like, how much more effort would he have to put in each day? How many, you know, what would it really take? Would it take 100% more effort? Would it take 50% more effort? And he told me probably 5%. So if he were to just work 5% harder, you know, get 5% better at his scripts, 5% better at his pre-qualification, 5% better at his listing presentation, it would make, like, he said at least a 50% improvement in, in basically his financial situation. All of you are the exact same way. We're not asking you guys to all of a sudden become NBA basketball players. We're just asking you guys to get 5 or maybe 10 in some cases percent better at the things you're already doing, and it makes such a huge difference. This year – Probably more than the previous years, it's really critical that you uh, are over-prepared. So, Julie, let's jump right to point 11. You got it. So, point number 11, no one does it alone. You are living in a time when you can get any information for free or for a fee with very little effort. Billions of people came before you and have struggled the same struggles, and they've cut a path for you to follow. 
So always give thanks. Be grateful to the people that who have already helped you, even with the small things. But be preactive, I'm sorry, proactive versus reactive in the things that you need to move yourself forward. So know how to read your market's tea leaves. Well, what does that mean? First of all, recognize that there are just an enormous amount of resources out there for you. From freecoachingcalls.com, us helping you, to these podcasts, to, I mean, your guys' MLSs do all kinds of really cool stuff for you, making just something simple like getting a really professional CMA done. Don't blow off your resources and feel like you always have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, our coaching clients are doing pre-listing packages that are market-proven across the country in any price range in any neighborhood. Don't reinvent the wheel. You don't have to do that. So no one does it alone, or at least nobody successful does. Of course the most successful people have coaches. I mean, look at the, um, you know, the debates, right? There are debate coaches. You don't just go up there and wing it. You have people help you know what the issues are and know how to answer those tough questions. So don't go it alone. It costs you money to have to restart again. You know, in one of our previous podcasts, we talked about the jet taking off analogy and having to reland the plane all the time before you get to cruising altitude. Well, that's because you're trying to do it alone. Get the help you need and trust people who have proven success and background. So don't try and do it alone. What do you mean, Tim, well, by Mark, know your market's tea leaves? I mean, that's a big part well, of this is knowing what you need to do when. Go ahead. So to your previous point, right, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a smart man who learns from his mistakes. It's a brilliant man who learns from the mistakes of others, and that's in that, the essence of what coaching is. And your tea leaves are exactly what we were talking about. I mean, your tea leaves are essentially knowing the statistics in the MLS, knowing whether the houses are taking longer to sell, whether there's price reductions to get properties sold, paying attention to, um, you know, I'll tell you one thing that's going to be very disruptive to a lot of you this year is new construction. I know if you're selling real estate in Austin, mm -hmm. Texas, or Dallas, or Houston, and you're in the medium sale price range of, say, I don't know, 180 to probably 300, and you're taking a resale home, and those resale homes have always been the golden ticket in terms of, you know, they sold so fast you could just take the listing contract to the drive-through yeah. teller, and, you know, those, it was that hot. Well, guess what? Those are the prices, and those are the price ranges that are going to be under attack this year from all the new construction in most markets. So you guys have got to be, again, entrepreneurs, business owners, and you have to be looking at all of the factors that are going to affect the housing market. I would the last thing I would do is pay attention to the news. I wouldn't even be paying attention to whatever, you know, the major news channels are saying or your newspapers are saying about real estate. At best, they're reporting information that's 90 days old. In most cases, it's 6 months old. You have access to what is actually happening in the marketplace. It's called the MLS. So learn to use it. Take an MLS class. Um again, focus on it's the Wayne Gretzky thing again. It's, you know, Wayne Gretzky, what makes you so great? You know, they call you the great one. And without telling you guys the whole story, the essence of what he you know, supposedly said is, most skaters skate to where the puck is. I'm going to skate to where the puck is going to be. And that is, that's what, as a lot of you guys know, we take a lot of pride in focusing you on where the puck is going to be. That's what reading your market's tea leaves is all about. Exactly. So, you know, if you don't know what the going interest rates are and the different, the FHA, VA, standard, conventional, and jumbo, and you claim that you sell real estate for a living, that would be one place to start. If you don't know how many people live in your town, in your farm market, what your average days on the market is, what your average list sell price ratio is, you're kind of in the malpractice end of things, in my opinion, as a professional coach. It gets back to knowing what those things are. See, here's what happens, Tim, that I've found. If agents don't know the basic stuff, I mean, we're talking pretty basic here. 
If they don't know that, they're so much less likely to talk about what they do for a living, which costs them money. It's like they're hiding out from their income by not knowing the basic stuff. So it's easy to find that out. Right? Yeah, confidence. I mean, why would you why would you open yourself up to be put on the spot if you don't know the basic facts about your own real estate market? You're going to be secret agent. Secret agents have skinny kids. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So moving on to point number 12, accountability in life equals faster success with less downside. Choose your mentors and your coaches wisely. And I wrote down some little mini points about accountability. Ask yourself, how do you typically react to accountability? Are you somebody who thrives on that and you've had coaches in the past, maybe not in your real estate practice, but other things that you've been successful at? How do you react to accountability? How do you react to uh, things like daily minimum standards? So one of the things that we have put into place for all of our great coaches and coaching clients is something called the Vital Signs Report. Every single one of our coaching clients has to fill out a Vital Signs Report and send it to their coach prior to their coaching call. Well, what are we tracking? We're tracking the number of appointments they have, number of price reductions, active listings, active buyers, how many leads they have, what their biggest victories are this week, and their biggest challenges. That's basic accountability because the coach is looking for what's happening. Are your numbers changing? Are you still reporting the same five listings that you had 90 days ago? It's called accountability. So if you're hiding out from accountability, it's probably costing you money. And Tim, I think you just told me that we skipped a point somehow. Trust, but very. So how do you want to handle it? We can rewind. We skip point number 10, and I guarantee you that we're going to get an email saying you guys skipped mm-hmm. point number mm-hmm. 10, so let's go back. Okay, so point number it. 10 is actually a point that you can use throughout your life. It was originally said by Ronald Reagan, and it's one of my favorite things if you guys are regular listeners, as you know, I know a lot of you are because we have 100,000 regular listeners now, and it's trust but verify, right? So trust but verify, and I want you to think about what that actually means. A lot of you guys are scaling your businesses. You're adding your, you know, you're adding a, you know, a team member, I suppose, or you're adding an assistant. But what happens then is that we, and, and this is a common mistake, not just of agents, but of business owners in general. What will then happen is basically you forget to verify that things were done. You delegate. You know, this goes back to I think point number two or three, Julie. You know, you mm-hmm. you delegate, uh, but you also abdicate. In other words, you basically hand the task off. But the other thing you do is you basically give up the uh, c- control of the result. And trust but verify is very similar. But the biggest difference is whenever you are asking anyone to do anything at any level, or anyone says anything to you, you have to have mechanisms in place to verify that it was done. Now, we, there's a lots of ways to do that electronically. Um, especially with some of the really fantastic uh, tools that are out there in our industry for agents to track whether or not something was out, you know, emails and this, all basic types of things, you can build in electronic tracking. But where it gets more difficult is when you have to trust that someone is following up on a lead that's working with you, or you trust an assistant called a seller to tell them some good or bad news or whatever. So in those types of situations, you have to absolutely not just delegate it and forget about it. You have to delegate it, write it down on a piece of paper that you delegated it, and then go back and review with the person that you handed it off to to confirm that it was done. Not only that it was done, but it was done at the level that you expected it to be done. Trust but verify. Um, 
So that goes to the big myth that you can build any business and essentially walk away. And that's, I know, a big myth in the real estate industry especially. A lot of you think that that is actually how you uh, build a successful business, and that is a complete lie. I don't care how big your business is. I don't care how many people you have working for you. You always have to have mechanisms in place to trust but verify, and you can never completely delegate every aspect of every job, no matter how good the person is that you hired in to do it. And as soon as you start acting like that, you'll lose control of your business. Again, you could just be you right now, a sole practitioner. Could you be you and a whole bunch of people working for you? You have to have mechanisms in place at every level to trust but verify that things were done. In our business, when you guys are starting to add staff, and maybe it's a broker who's adding you know, offices, it's a broker that's you know, expanding in different ways, we help you guys build what we call a dashboard. And a dashboard is something that you look at every single day, uh, and it can come in many different forms, but we like it in one, you, know, you log in, you look at it at one place, or you get an email that gives you all the information. And then what happens is, is that you can then know that all the folks that you are responsible for and that are responsible to report to you have done what they're expected to do, and you're seeing the results of their efforts. Again, you have to run your business this way or you'll lose money. Um, I, Julie and I had great advice from a really early on mentor of ours, a guy named Jack Rosselli. If you guys are in Columbus, Ohio, you know of Rosselli Construction. Fantastic guy, huge, like, I mean, to this day, Julie and I th- talk about the things we learned from Mr. Rosselli. And I remember, um, this is before Julie and I were in the, were in the uh, real estate business, I remember being in his office when he was signing uh, checks. And I was really surprised because he had a big stack of checks that he had to sign. And I remember watching him go through every single invoice. And this was a big company. I mean, you know, tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And nobody signed checks in his company but him. He would go in there, you know, once a week, all the invoices with all the checks would be sitting there. And I watched him as he would go through the invoices. And if there was something on the invoice that he didn't like or he didn't understand, he circled it and then he put it in a a separate pile and that check did not get signed until he verified that he wasn't basically overpaying for something. And he had other mechanisms in place to also basically keep control over aspects of his company. That's the way a real business runs. No matter how big the business is, that's the way the real business runs. I just read a story, an interesting story about – Bob Lutz met uh, the guy that was running uh, the, I forget his name, Wolfgang Pierce or something, the guy that was running uh, Volkswagen, Porsche, Bentley, you know, the, the head CEO, the head guy, and they met at a, um, a car show, or, you know, basically a rollout of the latest generation of Volkswagen Golf. You guys know I'm a card nerd, so this is the reason I read this. But here's the interesting thing. Bob commented to this guy, this head German guy, he said, you know, the shut lines, in other words, the gaps between the body panels and the golf were like phenomenal. And Bob Lutz was, you know, if you guys remember, he was, ran GM for a while. And he said, how did you get your shut lines that good? Those are phenomenal. Those are better than the best shut lines of any American car. You know, this is a while ago. And American cars have pretty much closed the gap on European cars at this point. But that's a side. So, and the guy said, here's what I did. I sent out an email to all the people that were in charge of those departments, essentially the engineers. And I said, if I don't have my shut lines on all my cars that are within this specific range, uh, within, it was six months, in essence, you guys are all fired. Okay? And then what he did is he put a mechanism in place over the next six months to personally monitor that that work was getting done. And you know what? Perfect shut lines. So sometimes you have to be draconian like what he was, and sometimes you basically have to be a little bit more... I would say warm and friendly when you're managing folks, but 
whatever you do, don't be lulled into complacency and believing that you can 100% delegate anything without absolutely positively trusting but verifying that the work is done. That is a huge mistake that many small business owners make. It costs all of us thousands, if not millions of dollars per year. You must maintain that level of control. That is the way real businesses are run. Julie, point number, well, I don't know, 12? Well, let me, let me drill down on a little bit of practical application for that. Okay, so the Go for three it. things come to mind in running a real estate practice. Number one, if you have anyone but yourself working buyer or listing leads, that's the trust but verify number one thing that agents screw up on. The, they, they want to delegate. They want to send those leads away and just collect the commission check. Well, of course, your team members are going to say, well, I followed up and they're not calling me back, whatever. So you call the person and find out what's really going on. Were they really called? What was said? One of the things that our coaches are implementing, especially with people with teams, are mandatory one day a week group appointment setting sessions where the entire group is there and they're all going through every lead together and the team leader is really tuned into what's actually happening. So leads and lead follow-up, lead delegation, major black hole to this trust but verify issue. Second thing is your, uh, uh, your transaction coordination stuff. If you are delegating all of your transaction coordination, you've got to trust but verify that things are going the way that you plan on them going, that things are being managed in such a way that makes sense to you. And I can't remember my third item, but we're trying to keep it very uh, practical here. And don't just believe, oh, I remember what it was, any of your marketing stuff, right? I mean, there were times where we thought things were going out on time and they weren't sent out at all. So if you've got a big postcard campaign, you better have yourself on that list and make sure that what you're paying for and have delegated to someone is actually happening in the fashion that you predict it to be happening. So trust but verify. And I think we might have time for one more point, Tim. Go for it. Well, I mean, but isn't that the downfall of most agents? Isn't that the downfall? I mean, that's the downfall of basically every kind of business is people slowly, uh, owners, you know, bosses, they slowly start to let go too much. And then it basically has become too much of letting go and they lose control. And at that point, they're not verifying that things are getting done to the same standard. And then the company basically starts to, you know, spin in the wrong direction. Customers are being disappointed. I'll tell you guys in our own company, we have thousands and thousands of coaching clients. By sheer numbers, we're the largest independent coaching company. It's certainly in the real estate industry, maybe in any industry. I really can't tell. But in the real estate industry, we're the largest independent coaching company, okay? So good for us, right? But there are definitely things that come up in customer service. Sometimes, you know, there's I didn't get an email or I didn't get my username and password. And Julie is the president of the company. And even though we have customer service uh, folks that do a fantastic job 99% of the time, Julie will still randomly call you guys directly just to make sure that things were taken care of at the level in which you hoped they would. And our customer service people know that we're doing that. Coaches, the same thing. The coaches' uh, clients, they are given lots of opportunity to basically, uh, you know, Communicate directly with Julie if something's not going well in their coaching relationship. We're the only coaching organization that allows you guys uh, to switch coaches if you want to, if it's not working out, or sometimes we'll suggest uh, that you switch coaches if we see that you're not getting the traction that you should be getting with your existing coach. And actually, Julie, let's save the next point for tomorrow. You got it. Because mm -hmm. I actually want to throw a huge uh, thank you out to MojoSells.com. Uh, today, probably alone, I received, I don't know, probably six or seven emails from you guys thanking me for turning you on to MojoSells.com. If you don't know about MojoSells.com yet, it is probably one of the best 
turnkey, simple business solutions there are out there for the real estate agents. Check them out. Uh, you know, they'll obviously give you more information about the product that they sell. It, in my opinion, MojoSells.com should be the number one thing, obviously aside from coaching. Otherwise, you won't know what to do with Mojo if you don't have us on your site as well. But you should definitely all have Mojo as a service that you guys are subscribing to. It is fantastic, so definitely use it. I, Julie, have you ever heard a complaint about Mojo from any of our clients? I have Never. <laughs> yeah, and we would I mean, have so, because you guys get verbal about things that you don't like. So, you know, that's okay. But we would have and we haven't. Yeah, exactly. So listen, guys, if there's anything we can be doing for you in the meantime, remember the easiest way to reach us is going to be emailing us directly at julie at com or tim at com. And if uh, I'm, a lot of you are ready for a free coaching call, a lot of you are wanting to, you know, if you haven't done it yet, put your business plan together. So go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and request a free coaching call. And when you do, we give you copies of our free books. The one is called Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your 2016 and 2017 business plan and we also give you a copy of our other book Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate in the meantime guys we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow have a fantastic day please keep your wits about you please stay focused on making this the best year ever don't believe anybody who tells you that you can't do it because you can and you know you can otherwise you wouldn't be listening to Julie and I every day because it's not like we're subtle so stay focused if there's anything we can do for you reach out have a fantastic day we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>